0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. I want to talk to you tonight for a couple of hours on the call to worship and what worship looks like, what it is. And when we we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, let's study heaven's climate. Because people walk in here sometimes and see we are loud, we are unashamed, and they are shell-shocked. But they were not shell-shocked in the disco, not disco, in the club last night with a DJ. Hey, uh, John, where's John? Uh, uh, Is he in the sound box somewhere? John used to be DJ Love. (laughs) Give it up for DJ Love, hey Spread some love He wore always a red t-shirt DJ DJ Love DJ Love is in the house (laughs) Hey, I love you, John Look how far we've come Amen. Now we play music for God. Oh, come on. Give Him a praise. Hallelujah. Revelation 19, verse 1. Before the white throne judgment. I want to paint a picture of what a heaven is like, a real place. It's not some fantasy. The Bible is the most miraculous book ever written. Supernatural. It has 65,000 cross-references, scriptures backing scripture over a period of thousands of years, written in different places, different authors, not one contradiction, the Bible. We're going to talk about that in the days that lie ahead. Because you want God to talk to you, you have to get your nose in the Bible. You have to read the Bible. Just reading the Word of God will change your life. The Word will keep you from sin and sin will keep you from the Word. The more you read the Bible, the less the devil will ever hold on your life. The more will, the world will lose its attraction. So we have to understand that our worship is rooted in a person which is Christ, who is Christ, and then also in the Word of God. That's the foundation of our worship. Not our culture, not our tradition, not our opinions, not our claimed conservative ways, cause some of you are not that conservative. Kijk, as jy nou drie hannepote gedrink het, of drie weinkies gedrink het, of hy brandewijn in koek wat jy so dik gooi, dan is jy nie meer die conservatieve ou nie. Want dan dan, nou dik, ach Daan, en weel, as Daan is nou, wie die hannepote gedrink het, of drie weinkies gedrink het, of hy brandewijn in koek wat jy so dik gooi, hy is nou daan wat elke grap vertel uh, uh, wat hy kan vertel, as hy nou net zo'n so weinkie of twee in het. The problem with some of you are are, you are dry, you are empty, you're not full of the Holy Ghost. You are full of yourself, you are full of nonsense, you are full of your opinion. And the Bible says we have to be drunk not with wine, but we have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So we are going to see these revival nights. God's going to fill you up to overflow. I'm not even going to have to have a band. You are going to walk in this place and you're going to shout and leap and jump and glorify God cause you're gonna spill over full of joy and full of peace because of what the Lord has done for you. Can somebody give Him a proper praise without a bit? Just praise Him that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Come on. So heaven is a wonderful place. It's not this dead, sullen place. I never watched uh, King Charles's inauguration. It's not my deal because I'm more royal than that. My royalty comes from heaven. If you're into that, good luck to you. But that is not my deal. A king on a throne that can't smile because it's undignified. You better get undignified, doctor. You better get undignified, engineer. You better get undignified, genius. You better get undignified, rugby player. You better learn how to lose yourself in the presence of God if you want God to do great things in your life. Because when you get to heaven, there's half an hour's silence, the Bible says, for people like you to acclimatize. And then heaven is a loud place. I'm going to show you. You're going to get me to heaven and you're going to be shocked in a good way. You're going to say, my word. Is this the way you are to praise God? Now let's see. Are you ready? No more? One and two and three worship. Ten out of ten. Full on. Come now, broer Jan. Broer Oh, come on. Put a smile on your face. You say, Pastor, you've not preached yet. Even if I don't preach, make a joyful shout unto God. Because when you praise Him, when praise goes up, heaven comes down. When you praise Him, your deliverance will come. When you praise Him, the yokes will be destroyed. Come on there in Bloemfontein. Shout unto God with a joyful shout. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, because you can. That's why God gave you a voice, not to shout to your husband, but to shout the praises of God. Hallelujah. All creation worships him when the lion wakes up in the morning and he roars He worships God when the bird sings, he worships God. When the dog barks for no reason, he's worshiping God. All creation are created by God to worship Him. We are created in the image of God. We are the image bearers of God. And we reflect the glory back to God. That's why we don't hold back our worship like David wrote, Not unto us, O God, not unto us, but unto Thy name. We give the glory and the praise and the honor. We do not elevate man. We do not elevate people, we elevate that name that is above every other name and that name is Jesus Christ He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords come on, we need a shift in the way we praise if we want a shift in the atmosphere Hallelujah Come on if you've ever shouted a Hallelujah Shout Hallelujah So for those of you that are silent worshippers Heaven is not always silent. There are times, but not always. Sit down. After these things, Revelation 9 verse 1, 19 verse 1, uh, a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah. Salvation and glory and honour and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are His judgments, because He has judged the great harlot, that devil, that is used to deception that we see in our world now, to deceive people from following Christ. Corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his saints, sh- servants shed by her. Again they said, "Hallelujah!" Come on, say it, "Hallelujah." No, they—they're not like that in heaven. They full on. Again they said. <laughs> Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. <laughs> There's Heaven's Choir. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Come on, join. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Okay, okay, behave yourself now. Behave yourself. (laughs) Amen. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sat on the throne saying, Amen. Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God, all you servants and those who hear Him, both small and great. As I heard, and I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, all the people, those who had passed on gathered around the throne while you and I sit here tonight. And as the sound of mighty thundering, saying, Now your hallelujah is getting softer, saying, for the lord god omnipotent reigns let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come hallelujah and his wife has made herself ready the wife is the church there's a time coming when jesus is going to come and take the church out of us out of this world of tribulation and we are going to be with jesus forever so we better get ready we better get ready for the return of jesus we have to live as if Jesus can come back every moment. We have to live full on, not one foot in the world and one foot in the church. We are the bride. We should be happy. It's your marriage day. You prepare yourself, you're happy, you're excited. You tell your friends, I'm getting married in the morning. Ding dong, the bells are gonna chime. You don't keep it a secret cause then he's not the right man. Then you better run baby, run. It's never too late. Until so said I do, you can still get out of there, even with your white dress. White dress. And he said to me, "Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb, that you and me." And he said to me, "These are the true sayings of God." And I fell at his feet to worship him. He wants to worship an angel now, but he said to him, "See that you do not do that. I'm your fellow servant. We don't worship apostles, prophets." We don't elevate the name of men. We honour them, we don't elevate them. There's a huge difference. We honour the name of Jesus, Jesus alone. So we worship Him and nobody else. If you talk more about your pastor than Jesus, it's a problem. If you talk more about your prophet than Jesus, it's a problem. We are only the way to show us, not the show stop us. We are just the stagehands we are just the ones pointing you to Him. And that's why I tell you, you cannot sit there as if you are dead. If you have met the living Christ, you are filled with glory, you are filled with honour, you are filled with expectation, and you have to praise Him as the one that is risen from the grave, as the King of kings and the Lord of lords, as the one that will come back unapologetic and he will rule and reign this very earth. And every mocker, every scoffer, every person that is an antichrist, atheist, they will bow before him and they will acknowledge that he's Lord and King. For the Bible says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Even those that mock him today. You better believe that the name of Jesus will be glorified and magnified throughout eternity. He says, see that you do not do that for the, and of, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he who sat on it was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, not a little push over. It's like people talk about Jesus like the man upstairs. You better change your, 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 your tone towards Him. He's not a defeated Christ. He's a victorious Christ. He's not a dead Jesus. He's a risen Christ. He's not a baby in a manger. He's King of kings and Lord of lords. Listen to me. That's why we worship Him as the living Christ as the bread of life as the way the truth and the life unapologetically because he's coming again i'm telling you he's coming again and when he comes again he's gonna come in glory when he comes again he's gonna come to rule the nations with a rod of iron he's coming again the bible says we have to encourage one another the lord is coming again I'm telling you when the hourglass runs out, when the fullness of the Gentiles have been fulfilled, then Jesus will come again and he's gonna put his feet on the Mount Olives and he's gonna rule and reign on this earth for a thousand years and people will go and worship him. You and I will be part of those who watch the nations worship him, but forever we will worship the living God cause that's what we are called to do. So let the mockers mock and the scoffers scoff. Let those who want nothing to do with God go their way. But you be the one that worships Him. You be the one that glorifies Him. You be the one that praises Him unapologetically, loud and unashamed, because He alone is worthy. He deserves the glory. Say amen in Jesus' name, young person. His eyes were like a flame of fire. Now, the fire that comes out of His eyes are love. Is it is love mercy but the day will come that Jesus will return as judge Are you, do you get that? people talk about him as if he's nothing the world portrays him as a weakling portray him as somebody that begs people to follow him I never saw Jesus beg anybody He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. You make up your mind. If he's not worthy to be praised, then go praise your Sangoma. Go worship your culture. Go worship something else. But if your eyes have been opened and you have seen the living Christ, then he's the pearl of great price and you cannot worship him enough. When you run out of words, your spirit praises him and worships him because your spirit is attracted and drawn to God to worship him for eternity. He had a name written that don't want to accept himself new. He was clothed with robe dipped in blood. He's blood that is shed for you. Will stain his cloak forever to remind us that we never got to heaven by ourselves. We are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. He shed every drop of blood for you. How can you not love him? How can you not worship him? Today, still people sacrifice animals over Easter to try and make atonement for sin. The atonement has been made, the price has been paid. Your sins has been forgiven. You can accept mercy and freedom through the sacrifice that Jesus made for you. You can receive forgiveness. You can receive redemption. You can receive wholeness because of the price He paid for you, because of the love He has for you. That's why forever, when we come to church, our focus is upon Him. Our adoration is toward Him. Our appreciation is towards Him. We will never forget. We will never forget. We will never forget what the Lord has done for us. That's why we come back every week and we lift our hands to our King and we say thank you. We enter His gates with thanksgiving. We enter His courts with praise. We cannot stop worshipping Him. When the band stops worshipping, the song in your heart continues to worship you. I'll tell you my spirit sometimes worships God so loud when I sleep that I wake up and I get mad with my spirit. I say I need some sleep. But my spirit says I'm not done. I'm worshipping God. I'll tell you your spirit is not done. If you've tasted the Lord, if you've encountered the living God, There's a song in your heart all the time to say thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. I worship you Jesus, I magnify you Jesus. Day and night, night and day, day and night, night and day day and night, night and day. Your spirit is worshiping God. You have to get your mind in tune with your spirit and begin to worship God day and night. And I'll tell you it's in that place of worship that you are going to change in that place of worship that your shackles are gonna fall from your feet. The chains will be broken, the burdens will be lifted, the yokes will be destroyed. He's gonna walk in this place and He's gonna touch you and heal you and deliver you and set you free. He alone, the Messiah, the Lord, the Great I Am. As we worship Him, He will show up as we honour Him. He will show up and manifest Himself in our midst. Come on, I feel the presence of God. You say, Pastor, we're not into feeling. I feel the presence of God. Will you spend a moment in Cape Town, in Johannesburg, in Bloemfontein? Forget that rebellious friend. And you worship God tonight with your spirit and with your heart and with your mind. And if you can say nothing, pray in the Holy Ghost. If you cannot pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in your language just say thank you Jesus I worship you Jesus I love you Jesus come on church we have to bombard the throne of grace with our worship and our songs of praise no matter what you're going through wounded then worship while you're waiting you have to worship when you're knocked down you have to worship when you're going in a winter season you have to worship Worship is the key. Worship will sustain you. Worship will strengthen you. Worship will release the presence of God. When you're a worshipper, you will hear the voice of God. When you're a worshipper, your heart will change and hunger after the things of God. Come on, even today, you are standing in the atmosphere of the Most High and as you worship Him, things are shifting in your heart. Things are shifting in your mind burdens are being broken right now diseases are being healed right now i'm telling you by the power of the holy ghost that when we magnify the name of jesus great signs and wonders will happen not by the hand of man but by the hand of god he will stretch forth his hand and he will heal many of their affliction that the name of jesus may be glorified i tell you god is going to restore the glory the name of Jesus the Holy Spirit is looking for people and places where the glory of the name of Jesus will be restored and where the name of Jesus is honored and glorified the presence of God will come the glory of God will come the power of God will come so that people will not be able to stand for the presence of God will shift the atmosphere Oh, come on, just give him worship. Worship. Say anything you want to say. Worship. Hallelujah. 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 Take your seat then. Not home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We bow in our hearts before you. We honor you. Jesus. 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 Jesus, Son of David, Jesus. Jesus some of you have to just say that name some of you have to call on that name you say that name your giants will fall you say that name your mountains will melt Jesus something about that name we worship you we worship you we worship you, Ambra Sata Pokate, ke feleve centro costoro bodrasta, la baba sakabo ke prefetto cosi una manda e blada basta iam madre obra apre se tre tre bece che tre i baba babuto coso Deep calling unto deep, deep calling unto deep, God reaching out to His people, God calling them into a place of intimacy, calling you to enter in, to enter a new space, a new place, because it's in that place that you will see His face, it's in that place that you will experience His grace, it's in that place that you'll receive strength to run your race grace 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 what are you waiting for why will you stay away why will you not approach that throne of grace that throne of mercy why will you not humble yourself and draw closer and cast away your garment your outer garment cast away your identity cast away whatever keeps you out of his presence for He's calling you, come, come, come unto me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, come, 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 and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have stolen and the canker worm have eaten, come, 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 for in my presence is fullness of joy, in my right hand pleasures evermore, come, 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 come as you are, come as you are, come as you are deep, Calling unto deep, deep, calling unto deep. Enter in, enter in, enter in. Strive to enter into that place where you will experience glory and grace. In your race you will run again. As you behold his face, come. Come, come, come. Come as you are. For the King awaits your worship. Glory, 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 glory. Glorious engagement, glory, 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 glory. That veil will be lifted from your face, that veil. And you will be again all that I created you to be, all that I called you to be. Come. 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 come come on work with your spirit don't sit there in your mind tonight because God's not a mind He's a spirit He will show you things that you know not. You will open your eyes so you see again. He will lift you up so that you will run again. Therefore come draw close. Jesus Jesus, 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 Jesus. Wonderful Jesus, wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. <clears throat> wonderful Jesus. We worship You. Worship. 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 Come on, pray in your heavenly language. Pray, pray, pray. Worship. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Some of you have become dry and stale. Your hearts have drifted away. Draw 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 back. Draw back. Draw back. Draw back. Draw back. Draw back. Draw back draw back come back return 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 beautiful television viewers I know it's time for you to go continue to worship pray you want to join us go on our social media platform there it is as we continue to worship our King tonight I know God's presence is touching you in your home and I pray that your life will never be the same again May God bless you, may God keep you, may God protect you. You are a special person in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Just take your seat, don't worry. Just take your seat. Um, this Jesus that is being mocked by Hollywood and, and by people all over the world will return in glory. And as the church, no matter the name of the church outside, our responsibility is to hold him in high esteem and to give him preeminence in all things. And to understand we were created by Him and for Him. And that worship can never be something that is dry and lifeless and just a method. It is the result of a relationship where your heart comes with gratitude. And of course worship is much more than the songs we sing. I understand that. But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. People sometimes say, Pastor, I I love the Word, but I don't really like the worship. You have to change that. Because the worship is part of the Word. You want a revived spirit, you want to learn to praise and worship. I mean, praise is not for young people and worship for old people. Amen. Yeah. Praise is not inferior to worship. Many people uh, get the wrong image or understanding of praise. The other Bible says in the heaven, praise Him. So you will see in the heaven, there's both praise and worship. And they're equally important. Sometimes the glory of God will only break out in an atmosphere of praise. Tehillah, high praises. That's how the presence of God manifested in the Old Testament many times. When everybody praised, like David. He didn't worship, he's a worshipper. But when he brought the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, he was dancing. He was shouting with great shouts of joy. He came with gladness, not sadness. Sometimes we think that holiness Has a certain appearance. Nothing can be further from the truth. Your God, Zephaniah says, when he thinks about you, gets up from his throne, not the picture you have, but read it in your Bible. He jumps in the air and he spins under violent emotion with joy. He shall rejoice over you with joy. That's your Father. Your Father is not like Prince Charles or King Charles who sits there with a the crown with that stern face. No, your Father in heaven looks at you and He rejoices over you and He dances over you. So he, if He is somebody that celebrates you, you better celebrate Him as well. We were taught and religion taught us He's the staunch God and we should be afraid of Him. Yes, we reverence Him. Yes, we respect Him. Yes, we fear Him in the right way, which is reverence. But when you are perfected in in the love that He has for you, fear is driven out. So we want to get the right picture of God because people are reserved in their worship so they never encounter what God has for them. Because our culture, our tradition taught us a certain picture and that picture still dominates many of your minds. Because If you have to be honest, you think about God, G-O-D, what do you think? What picture comes to your mind? What image comes to your mind? Who comes to your mind? Well, Jesus is the express image of the Father. He is the invisible God manifested in the flesh. Jesus was not this somber individual. He had great joy. He had great fellowship with His disciples. He was both God and man and he rejoiced in the presence of God according to Jewish tradition. If you've ever been to Israel, you see how those people praise, how those people dance, how those people are unreserved. Now, under grace, we should do better. I'll say it again. Under grace, we should do better than what people did under the law because we are free, we are delivered. Come on, can somebody just stand on your feet? And just do something. Praise Him with your body. Praise Him with a dance. Praise Him with a timbrel. Praise Him with your hands. Praise Him with your clap. Praise Him with a joy. Praise Him with a smile. Look like God has done something in your life. Come on, put away the lemon. Put away the prune. Put away the pickle juice. Put a smile on your face and say, thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness, not sadness. Cause God is good and His mercy endures forever. Say amen and sit down, thank you. So Jesus will come again and He's gonna come with the armies of heaven and we are part of those armies. And to come and rule and reign this earth. We're not gonna get any time of prophecy yet but we understand that uh, before the return of Jesus, two thirds of the world population will die. We understand that the seven year tribulation, whether it's the pre tribulation, post pre, mid tribulation, two thirds of the world population is going to die. A third of sickness, disease, pestilence, something that's going to be released on this earth that will kill a third. Uh, think what COVID did to people that locked in our freight people was, were, who are Engels, Um, our COVID as is, I is very happy. (laughs) So a third of the world will be killed by disease, pestilence. You get that? Uh, There's 9 billion people, 3 billion people are going to die in a space of less than 3 years. 3 billion. That's fact. You can't change it. You can't pray it away, it's going to happen. And we're heading there. That's why you can't play now. We're heading. The world is heading. Things are accelerating. So God will accelerate things in His kingdom for the final harvest, but things are accelerating. And therefore the Spirit of the Lord will lift up His standard him, but things are accelerating. So a third of the world population, a third, a third are going to die in three and a half years of some virus that these fools are going to release. COVID was a test a test run imagine the fear imagine the economy imagine you will not be able to buy anything therefore people will take the mark of the beast because there's no other way you'll get food water, electricity, no other way you'll die if you do not take this system, that's biblical it's going to happen, you can't change it that's why you better get ready now Because if you don't worship God in the good times, you're not going to worship God in the bad times. You're going to take a gun, blow your brains out, and you'll go to hell if you have not been saved, okay? You have to make up your mind to serve the Lord now. So a third of the people are going to die from disease, and then a third of the people are going to die in a single day through war. Nuclear war, whatever you want to call it. We'll get there. According to the Bible, I'll prove it to you. Then Jesus will come and rule over a third of the people that are left, that are not saved. And they will serve God according to the Old Testament law and and, and it's a thousand year millennial. And he will establish his rule and reign and Satan will be bound for a thousand years and people will rebel against God again. And this time they will not be able to say the devil made me do it. It will just be the sinful, evil nature of man. I said to somebody this last week, For the first time in the history of mankind, God has been extremely merciful and tolerant with the evil of man. There's more evil on this earth. If you talk about human trafficking, you talk about murders, you talk about everything that's happening in this world, the agenda is sold to people. There's more evil on this earth today than there was in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible says, as was the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, so will be the days of the return of the Son of Man. People will be given into all strange and weird things and they will deny the Creator, etc. And God's going to come back in that hour. But before then, Before then, there will be a great harvest. Before then, there will be a great moving in a very short space of time. God is gonna come and bring in the final harvest. Say Amen tonight. God is gonna come and bring in the final harvest. It may be a matter of months, it may be a matter of years. But before the Antichrist has his way, there will be the greatest move on planet Earth by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why we as Christians cannot sit on the sidelines and be docile and not be full on engaged because our friends will pay a price, our relatives will go to hell without us bringing them to Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen, the days are little. The days left ahead are little. Time is few. The sands of time are running out. It is the most urgent hour of mankind ever and God has been merciful but even that dispensation of grace will come to an end so God wants you and me to hurry up to get busy to get busy with Him to get busy with worshipping Him to cut our ties with the world without cutting our ties with our friends in the world and to bring the harvest before the return of Jesus Christ. If Jesus came back right now how many of your friends would go to hell? How many of your buddies that you drank with last night and messed around with this last week will not go to heaven because of your compromise? I'm not judging you, but I'm asking you. We cannot do church that way anymore. Why are you quiet? Because when you get to heaven and your friend sits in hell and you've been partying with him for three years and then he died, He's going to ask you, why the heck did you never invite me to church? Why the heck did you never share your Jesus with me? He's going to ask you. Do you get that? There are some scriptures in the Bible that the Christians don't like because it puts tremendous responsibility upon us. If, if we see people sin and we do not warn them, the Bible says their blood will be required at our hands. But if we warn them, then we are free. But if we are born again, saved, and we are children of God, and we just go messing around with people in the world and we never tell them about Jesus Christ, their blood will be required at our hands. This Christian thing is not a thing you do by yourself in isolation. But the you get saved, you get re- become responsible to fulfill heaven's greatest mandate. That is to plunder hell, populate heaven. You say, pastor, it sounds heavy. No, it is a revelation that every Christian should have because we need to live lives of impact. We are the influences. We are the salt. We are the light. It doesn't help. We stand here on a Sunday and say, You are worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. Da 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 da. Day and night. Night and day. What about tomorrow? What about Tuesday? What about Wednesday? Thursday? Friday? Saturday? Is he worthy then? Is he worthy enough then to tell your friends, hey, I've stopped smoking marijuana. I'm now in CRC. You come with me to CRC in Jesus' name. Come on. Are you ready? To 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 say the cross before me and the world be Come on, young person. You can't do this thing if you're not full on. The world's gonna swallow you up. You can't do this if you're not full on. Listen, you cannot do this if you're not full on. You have to surrender all to Him. And live it for His glory. That's your worship, right? I present myself. First thing you do is you give yourself to Him. You're sitting out tonight. If, if, if today was the last day of your life, Uh, On this Friday, I, I went to a funeral. Last Friday, I went to a funeral. We bury people all the time, young and old. Day and night, young and old. People die day and night, night and day. Young and old, old and young. All the time, your friends. Young people, car accident, dead. Spoke to a lady, husband, a son 24 committed suicide, dead. Not another chance. Can we just wake up and realize that you have this one life and what you do with this life determines your eternity and determines everything. The choices you make, the relationships you build, the places you go determines everything. That's why worship, I didn't even get into my message, but worship should be at the top. Christ-centered worship, which means living for the glory of God. And when you say we live for the glory of God, I want to quantify that because people have this abstract spiritual concept of what it means to live for the glory of God. We have to break it down and understand what it is to live for God's glory. That means you excel You are everything God wants you to be. You live for Him. You don't sell out. You don't abandon your faith. You don't lose yourself. You live for Christ. You've made up your mind to follow Christ. You're not in the process. And if you're in the process, God's grace and God's mercy is there. But I pray that you become fully persuaded before that trumpet sounds. Because once the trumpet sounds, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. He's come. The church is raptured. And you're going to go through the tribulation. You're going to go through the tribulation. And it's going to be uh, 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 the worst nightmare, the worst movie you've ever seen. There's nothing in comparison. I'm just telling you this. So as much as we understand the goodness, the love, the mercy of God, for the first time in the history of mankind, since Adam was created, God has held out from judging the evil of mankind because of Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, you'll see God say, I've had enough. These people are evil. Their ways are evil. All they want to do is sin, 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 sin. And God wants to stomp them out. And then every time there's an intercessor that says, God be merciful, God forgive them. And every time God is merciful and and He starts all over with His people again. But for the first time in history, think about it, for 2,000 years, God has not judged humanity. But that day is coming. We don't want to talk about it, but you better believe that day is coming. Now we talk about the goodness of God, because it's God's goodness that leads me to repentance, but you and I who are believers, we have to understand that we demonstrate the goodness of God because the dispensation of grace will come to an end, and then people will be judged. They will not stand before God and debate with Him. Your arrogance will not work in heaven. Your disrespect. Your tone of, I don't want God. It's too late then. That's why God gives you the life, and then throughout your life, He gives you moments. Every human being gets it. So no man can stand before God and say, I don't know. Even those who did not know God will be judged or heard the gospel, they will be judged according to the law they knew. And They will be held accountable. Romans is very clear about that because good is in the heart of every human being. So we have to bring the gospel of Christ, which is God's remedy to mankind because time is running out. Young people in our universities, people in our schools, time is running out. And I believe that as we worship God, we are going to get a passion like we never had for the lost. And we are going to bring people, amen, into the presence of God. And we are going to see our friends and our loved ones come back to Jesus Christ. We are going to recover ourselves. And then we are going to recover everybody else and bring them back into the presence of God. And when they come into the presence of God, their joy will be restored. Their love for God will be restored. The desire for the world will be burnt out of them by the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's the revival we are believing God for, but we need a bunch of believers that are radically sold out to Jesus Christ in love with Jesus and in love with the purpose of Jesus. Come on, if that's you tonight, give Him one more praise and then we are gonna pray. Hallelujah. I want to re- finish this so you can get the right picture of Jesus. He's saving now, but He's coming as judge. He's not When He returns, He's not returning as Savior. He's returning as judge. Understand that? He came as Savior. But he, when He comes again, He's coming as judge. He's coming to judge the nations. That's even before the white throne judgment. We have to understand this, biblically. Okay? So, um... He says he's coming with the armies of heaven, clothed in fire and linen, white and clean. They follow him on white horses, sanctified. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. I mean, if one angel killed over 60,000 people within an hour in, in, in Jerusalem because David made a mistake, one angel, think what God is going to do with all the armies that follow him. He can wipe out the world in in, 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 in in a second thank god we're not there even more so you all sit here like you're in shock even more so we have to realize that we have to do the job before this happens before he comes again and he himself will rule with a rod of iron, Think about that. He's not going to come and say, what do you think? How do you feel? What do you want? My way. King of kings and Lord of lords. That's where it stands. Amen. He himself treads the wide embrace of the fierceness of the wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, I, I say I. I, He, am King of kings and Lord of lords. He will rule and He will reign this earth and the universe for eternity. And everybody will bow before this Christ, this Messiah who came as a lamb, who came as a baby, who came to take away the sin of the world so that you and I can be saved. But there's a day that is coming to return first to come and fetch the saints to take us out of this world before the tribulation. And then He's gonna come back with His saints and with the armies of God, and He's gonna declare war on the nations, and He will destroy multitudes, and He will establish His kingdom, and He will rule the nations with a rod of iron. Are you listening to me? So you don't have to fear God's judgment now. What you have to do is accept Him as your Savior. And understand, the price He paid for you. I think sometimes we get so casual with God that we just like, ah, okay, ah, okay, ah, okay, ah, okay, ah, okay, nothing. What happens if you're in your ah, okay moment and you die? What happens if you're in your ah, okay moment and your friend dies? What happens then? We have to think about these things. We can't just live it up, live it up, live it up, live it up, live it up and think, well, I'm going to get right with God. Maybe you're never going to do it. And the longer you take, the less likely it is that you're ever going to get your life right with God. The less likely. Because sin gets a hold of you more and more and more and more. You're sitting in this place tonight. Listen. Listen. God created you. The Bible says in Galatians, you were created by God. You were created for Him. You were created for His glory. The Bible says we were created by God to worship Him. We are His creation. We belong to Him. And if you are not serving God... I want to challenge you to give yourself back to God. Your life is in a mess, man. You are running with the wrong crowd. You have lost yourself. You are involved in things that will destroy your life. If I did not turn to Christ, maybe I never would have seen my 23rd birthday. I don't know. But I thank God He saved me in the nick of time. After I was saved, I wasn't in a state of joy. I learned to rejoice. I was in a state of shock because I just made it. I realized I just made it. I just made it. I just made it. I was in a state of shock for weeks, not hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I was like, I almost died then. I almost died then. I tried to commit suicide then. All these things went through my mind and I was just thankful I just made it. I, hey, this man standing on the spool, but I just made it by the skin of my teeth. I just, just, just made it. I thank God for His grace. I thank God for His mercy. I thank God He saved me when I least deserved it. I thank God He reached down from heaven and plucked me out of the miry clay and washed me in His blood and gave me a heart that would serve Him. So I'll tell you no matter how far you are from God, you're not too far. Cause there's no place you can go where God's love will not find you I don't care what you've got up to there's no sin God cannot forgive you for but you have to call on the name of Jesus and accept him as your Lord and Savior and make up your mind that he's worthy I'm gonna follow Jesus I'm gonna give myself to Jesus I'm gonna return from this world and I'm gonna turn to God and follow him tonight many of you have to make that decision I gave my life to Jesus, my two best friends never did. Still to this day, they have not. Well, they're not my best friends anymore. They were my best friends then. They were the people I ran with, doing bad things. And we sat in a little building right at the back behind the sound man. There's like 90 people or 70 people and God got a hold of me. I lifted my hand, gave my life to Christ. Till today, they never have given their lives to Jesus. Never did, never did. You are sitting out tonight, God's talking to you and your friend next to you is restless, angry because there's a demon in him that's not liking what this preacher is saying. Don't let that devil in your friend disrupt you and stop you from surrendering your life to Jesus. Don't let your boyfriend, you tend to honor will not even marry that boyfriend. Sorry to tell you. Your friend, where are my friends I had in my 20s? Where are they? Where are they? How many of them are serving God? You think these relationships you have in your 20s is it? And, and those people take you down the wrong path? I don't give it your cousin, your cousin's friend, your brother, whoever. I mean, some of my relatives don't serve God passionately. That's fact. That's their choice. It's appointed for men wants to die, then the judgment. Every human being has to make that decision for themselves. And that's a dividing line when you decide to get serious with God. You make up your mind. And all your friends will not like it. Even when you sit in your seat tonight, you can already feel the pressure from some of your friends. But there's something bigger happening in you. And these are stirring by the Spirit of God. And God is calling you to give your life to Jesus. God is calling you to make your life right with God. And listen, tonight it's going to be that turning point in your life, like that woman who went to Simon the Pharisee's house and she gave herself to Jesus. Your greatest act of worship is giving yourself to Jesus. I want every head bowed, every eye closed, no one moving in this place, in Bloomington, in Johannesburg, Cape Town, um, uh, Durban, in... Potts of Struham, Kimberley, all the churches, many thousands gathered everywhere. Right where you are, God is talking to you. He's knocking at your heart tonight, calling you to surrender your life to your choice. Put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life tonight. Well, you say, Pastor, tonight I want to get right with God, give my life to Jesus. I've wandered away from God tonight. I want to come back. I want to pray for you tonight. Every head bowed, every eye closed, that's you. There's a stirring in your heart tonight. You say, I need a new beginning. I want to turn and surrender my life to Jesus. Then I'm asking you to come as you are. He'll fix you. He'll forgive you. He'll love you right where you are, as you are. All you have to do is come. Come. And He will do the rest. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You say, you're talking to me tonight. I need to get right with God. Give my life to Jesus. Surrender my life to Jesus. If that is the cry of your heart there in Bloemfontein, the floor of the balcony, right here, the floor of the balcony, the ramps, wherever you are. Thousands and thousands gathered here. You're sitting in this place tonight. God's talking to you. This Word is designed for you. And tonight you say, that's me, I want to get right with God, give my life to Jesus, come back to Jesus. If that's the cry of your heart, quietly wherever you are, just raise your hand. I want to say a prayer for you all over this place, lift your hand quickly all over, raise it, raise it up high, high, high. Raise it, thank you, thank you, thank you, God bless you, bless you, bless you, many hands, raise it, raise it, thank you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, bless you, all the hands up there, God bless bless you, bless you, bless you. Slip your hand up tonight, there is a heaven to gain, there is a hell to shun. Make up your mind tonight, vanavond sit in die plek. Dan bloem vanavond, God praat met jou vanavond, sê ek wil my leven wegmaak met die here. wil terugkeer naar die here? toe my leven oor gee aan Jesus. Dat ek vir jou bid vanavond, vergeet jou vriend, neem jou besluit vanavond, as die voeling in jou hart, God praat met jou, Hy klop aan die deur van jou hart vanavond, Say you slide my I in your and as it you begeert, tell you one of them up. Don't what you is, just please tell them up, tell him one of them I for your bet in Jesus' name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank achter, God see you. God bless you. God bless you. Put your hand on your heart. Let me pray with all of you, all over South Africa. Everybody, pray this. Pray with me tonight. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I give my life to you. Thank you for loving me. Just as I am, I believe with all my heart, you are the Christ. I believe you rose from the grave. I believe you are alive. Tonight, I open my heart and I invite you. Jesus Christ, come take your place. Be my Lord and Savior. Forgive my sin. Wash me in your blood. Give me the power to follow Christ. I surrender all to you. I turn away. From a sinful life, I turn to You. And I ask You for mercy and grace that will enable me to live for You and for Your glory. From tonight, my body, my soul, my spirit belongs to You. I surrender all to You in Jesus' Name, Amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.